The following program is furnished by Startup Nation Media Group. All right, welcome to this special edition of Startup Nation Radio. On today's show, we're going to do something a little different. I had the opportunity a couple of weeks ago to interview a couple of guys talking about the venture capital community here in the state of Michigan. And we'll get to the introductions and so on in just a moment. Before we get to that, let me just make sure that everyone understands the importance of venture capital. Now, if you're a startup company and you're looking for capital, at some point, you're either going to need to go to a bank, you're going to need to go to what's called angel investors, and those are investors, individuals, wealthy individuals who tend to invest directly into a company in exchange for equity. And then there are institutional investors. And those are companies like venture capital companies managed by a fund manager. Those funds are raised from wealthy individuals who invest into a fund, and they're raised from other institutions who invest in the fund. And then the fund managers go out and source potential companies to invest in. They vet those companies and they make the investment decisions on behalf of the investors who invested in their fund. And they make the investments. And then the idea is when a company grows up, it's expected to have what's called an exit event. When an exit event happens, distributions are made to all the investors in that individual company, including the venture capital firm who made an investment in the startup company. And when those returns come back, the venture capital fund then distributes those funds out to those who invested in the venture capital fund. So that's kind of the way it works at a very, very high level and at a basic and general level. That is the way it works. Now, venture capital is critical in particular for growth capital, for fast growing, typically like high tech, biotech type companies that are going to need that infusion of cash to help them grow in exchange for equity. And then they get that accelerated growth, which leads to an exit event, again, where those distributions are made and where the success comes from. So that, again, kind of sets the stage for what venture capital is all about, why it's important, how it plays. And then for those of you who don't have a startup company that aren't or even have a company but aren't in position to be the type of company that is suitable for venture capital investment, Maybe you're just a general consumer wondering, you know, it's pretty esoteric stuff. I don't know if venture capital is something I'd be interested in or that I need to pay attention to or that's going to affect my life in any way. Well, you better think again, as you will hear in the interviews that I did that will play in just a moment. You know, venture capital affects our lives in many significant ways. For example, if you've ever picked up a, a cell phone to make a phone call, well, it was probably backed by venture capital at one time. If you've ever made a search online, ever used Google? Yep, backed by venture capital early on, and it has transformed the nature of how we investigate things, how we search for things, how we identify what we want to buy or what we may be interested in. The roots of all of that and much, much more are venture capital supported. So not only is venture capital important to the startup community, it certainly has a major impact on consumers' daily lives. And so with all of that as kind of the backdrop, we're going to talk to a couple of guys today about the status and the climate and uh, venture capital here in the state of Michigan. And so when we come back from this quick break, we'll get to an interview with a couple of gentlemen who know the space well. We've got Ara Tapuzian, who's managing director of the Michigan Venture Capital Association, and R.J. King, editor of the great business magazine covering Southeast Michigan D-Business. So as I said, I was able to do an interview with them recently, and we're going to play for you that interview. So stick with us on Startup Nation Radio and listen in to learn more about the venture capital community here in the state of Michigan. 
Okay, welcome back to Startup Nation Radio. On today's show, as promised, we're going to be featuring an interview I did a couple of weeks ago with a couple of guys who know the venture capital community well here in the state of Michigan and beyond. Really interesting interview. The previous segment set the stage for why venture capital is important, kind of what it is, how it's relevant, why you should know about it. We've got a couple of experts who are going to tell us all about it. And so here's the interview I did with Ara Tapuzian and RJ King. So, guys, we are going to have a little discussion today around venture capital, the venture community here in southeast Michigan, and uh, all of the kind of the energy and activity going on. We've got R.J. King, editor of D Business Magazine, joining us, and Ara Tapuzian, director of the Michigan Venture Capital Association. Great to have you guys. Thank you. Uh, Thank you. You guys are are like brothers in this community to me. We're in this together. We're deep in it, right? This is our thing. This is our thing. So let's start. We'll get into some specific subject matter, but maybe just a kind of high-level, you know, uh, perspective, a uh, little, little bit about your perspective of where things are, where we've been, where, we're, where we are now, where we're headed. RJ. Well, I think, you know, Michigan, um, and especially Metro Detroit, is, um, you know, trying like about eight other regions around the world to be this mobile, mobility, you know, cluster, mobility tech center, you know, and you're competing with places like Silicon Valley and Israel, South Korea. Uh, Tokyo and, um, you know, Germany, certainly. And I think the state is doing a good job with that, and that's going to bring a lot more um, investment to our state, uh, both on the software and the hardware side. And then I think, you know, because of... um, Metro Detroit's legacy is the automotive industry right. capital. Say, we certainly have a claim, a right to be in that space, right? right. Yeah, you've got a claim to being a leader in that space. So you have that, and, and you know, you, you know, you're you're on your sort of fourth generation since the auto industry started, and uh, we've been blessed with um, like a lot of high union wages, and that's contributed to a, a very robust, you know, hospital healthcare network. Mm-hmm. Uh, we get a lot of medical tourism here. And you see a lot of investment in that space for medical devices, um, new drugs. Um, you know, of course, Pfizer is producing the, the vaccine yep. in Kalamazoo. Yep. So I think those are the types of things that I look at from a high-level standpoint that are in our favor. We've just got to do the hard work to attract more investment from outside yeah. our state. Yeah. And I think we're in a sweet spot to, to do that in. You know, Michigan is a very inclusive state. And I think it's important throughout the Midwest. I think Midwest in itself is, is strong for uh, both uh, entrepreneurism and, and venture, venture deals. Yeah. You know, we often see that uh, VCs can get compared, in Michigan, get compared to Silicon Valley and, and Wall Street, right? It's normal. And that's really not fair. It's totally different. It's totally different here. Certainly, it's a lot smaller here. But I think it's a tighter community, certainly. Um, you know, when I talk to out-of-state uh, venture capital firms, they still like Michigan for a lot of the reasons RJ is saying, but just also that deals are more um, conducive here. Valuations on products and services are right. are a little bit more level, you right. know, and, right, right. and there's no shortage of in the pipeline of, of entrepreneurs. Yeah, I mean, let's talk about some of the hallmarks of the key ingredients to a great venture community. You know, obviously, you've got to have great deal flow, right? Yeah. We've got that. Yep. Uh, we certainly have. I mean, here we're really focused on university-originated opportunities for VCs and angel investors and others to invest in. Our university system is strong. Michigan, what, yeah. the number one public university in the country for yeah. re- research uh, grants and funding? Right. 
And so you certainly have that going on. You talked about valuations. That's a key hallmark, right? right. I mean, you don't want to be paying double or triple what you'd have to do on the coast yeah. or Boston, say, for example. What are some of the other things? Quality of life, I think, is critical. Yeah, here, cost you know, of living to attract is low. Talent. Yeah. Cost of living the is low. housing market's low, but you right. get a lot. Well, you can get winter any time of the year, right? It's not just in the winter time. Into that, you need yeah. to discover skiing or yeah. snowmobiling or whatever it may be in order to keep yeah. your sanity across the winter. But if you're into it, it's a great spot, and the summers are beautiful. No question about it. Right. The lifestyle's right. great here, right? Yeah. Well, so, you've got. We can't forget Upper Peninsula. It's a major attraction, and and there's there's deals going on up there. And yeah, uh, I was just talking to someone the other day that you know we we need to even go up there some more and do some more work. Yeah, I think there's just quite a bit going on within yeah. within the state, and I know we we're going to talk about talent, but that's a big thing. Well, let's talk you know, about it. Well. Talent, yeah. huge. I mean, you know, I'd say the the uh, the big two are really funding and talent. Really, yeah. those are the those yeah. are the the, uh, the the hurdles you have to right. jump over in order to really make it go. Let's talk about right. talent. Well, firms are looking for a fantastic management team, right? Good CEOs, and that's kind of hard sometimes to find. But but a good management team. Certainly having their act together is, is something that, that a venture firm is yeah. looking at. Yeah. And I think we also have some good talent coming out of some of the companies recently that have uh, really established themselves here as, you know, examples yeah. of prototypes of doing this right. For example, you know, Dual Security, yeah. Llamasoft, we've got yeah. uh, OneStream, you yeah. know, really blowing Fantastic up. Fantastic kind of, exits great, great, that, great. that really push, you know, money back then into the, into the ex Michigan exactly. ecosystem. Money. There's been talent that's come here to work for those companies. Right. They've, they've established roots here. Some meaningful percentage of them are going to stay, right? And so yeah. that helps our talent pool. Yeah. But it is still a challenge, and, and a lot of recruiting still needs to be done out of state. I mean, we have, you know, we have to see it as it is. I think that is still one of those things yeah. on the list that uh, there's areas of improvement there. Well, we've lost a lot of talent, right, in the last few years, and the, and the recession didn't help, certainly, with that. But I think we're what we're seeing, I mean, I'm a lifelong Michigander, as am I, and yeah. and I can't think of a better place to live, and, right? You know, raise a family, and and you're seeing more people come back. Uh, for me, at MVCA too, that when I talk to these out-of-state VC firms that have ties to Michigan, they still want to come back. They still want to look at Michigan and what's going on. So even the ones that have left still kind of keep yeah. an eye on what's going on here. It's an interesting thing about Michigan. I mean, you know, yeah. when you're when you're from here. Uh, and I'm, I'm from Flint, Michigan, right. which, which makes yep. it even more dramatic. And yet, you know, this is where I want to be. You know, it's really it's yeah. an interesting thing. And a lot uh, of great home. things no going on like in Flint. Flint, absolutely. There are a lot of good things going on in Flint. So, let's, uh, so talent. Yeah. Good, improved, but still challenged. No question about it. Everywhere I, I go. Every, and, and that's is, true. Every, everywhere. Everybody right. is saying they need talent. And this was before COVID as well. Yeah. Because right? right. the economy uh, was racing so fast with the... You know, a sharp drop in the corporate tax rate, yeah. you know, to yeah. about 20% from 38%. Yeah. It was huge. It brought so yeah. much wealth that was sitting overseas back into our country. You're seeing more companies invest here. Um, you know, the chip makers and uh, what Tesla's doing in Austin, Texas. And, you know, all of those types of things really, really help our economy. And I think um, Michigan's got to figure out a way to maybe incentivize some of uh, our graduates that are coming off the college campuses um, to to stay here. I think we might get to that point where there might be some 
cash offers. I've heard of some already that companies are offering. Um, I didn't get any. I didn't get any when I left. <laughs> but I'm a Wayne State <laughs> grad. I guess that was a different deal. Right, I, you, I, you know, I have a degree in journalism. Yeah, Wayne State just did. You a could see how that helps. We're going to write about it on. Uh, Soon, but uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, there's so much coming off of those colleges. There, I think there's more work too that we need to do with just you know helping budding entrepreneurs just in general. I mean, we we talk at MVCA about who's our end customer, and it's really the entrepreneur, right? And so, can we be doing more in trying to nurture nurture that? Is it through internships? Is it is it through apprenticeship programs? We used to have a program called uh, a Venture Fellows Program that was partially uh, funded from Michigan Economic Development Corporation. Great program. And it brought uh, a younger um, group of talented individuals that it was sort of a, um, you know, the, the firm would pay some of the money, we would pay some of the money. I'm, I'm really simplifying it. But it, it got newer uh, graduates actually into the venture capital firms, which was good mm -hmm. too. We need more of that. I mean, we don't have thousands of VCs, you know, here in the state no, of Michigan. No, that's true. We have a few. We have some really good headliner deals that yeah. are being done that are really critical, exemplary. Okay, when we come back from this quick break on Startup Nation Radio, we'll talk to RJ King and Ara Tapuzian about the funding deals that are getting done here in the state of Michigan, some of the high-level, most notable deals. We're going to focus on that. You'll hear all about them on Startup Nation Radio right after this break. Welcome back to Startup Nation Radio, a special edition focused on venture capital in the state of Michigan. We are playing excerpts from an interview we did recently with R. Tapuzian, uh, director of the Michigan Venture Capital Association, and R.J. King, editor of D Business Magazine, talking venture capital here in the state. And when we went out to the break, we promised when we come back, we'd highlight some of the bigger deals, most notable deals getting done by venture capital firms here in the state. And we'll pick up with our interview right there. Let's move into funding. Okay. Uh, that's the other really critical component. Yeah. Funding was down a little yeah. bit, still strong, very strong in, yeah. in uh, 2020, but nevertheless right. down from 514 to roughly 257, I believe it was. And, you know, that's something we got to look yeah. at. we got to face. I mean, COVID certainly had an impact on that. But um, I think, you know, a startling statistic for me that relates both to the talent and to the funding is that I think we lose roughly half the companies that get out of the university environments, go to the coast or wherever the funding happens to be. So you got to have the funding to yeah. keep the companies here, which then begets the talent and all makes the whole thing kind of go. But the other part of that steam is that, you know, last year, I mean, we just reported 88 startups were, right. have received funding. Right, so right. When, when you talk about uh, COVID, you know, we, you know, if you had asked me, you know, maybe this time last year, what about, oh boy, you know, we're going to have an awful year. We had seen two record years of, of capital under management, the investing that was going on. And I thought, oh, I geez, do I even want to do a report, right, you know, for this right, year? Right, 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 right. And the results have shown that it is still strong. Yeah. And shows that resilience yeah. in the ecosystem. Right. RJ, I think that was your headline. It was strong. And, you yeah. know, that's the well, thing that's... to be made. Because you sometimes set yourself, you set the bar high. Right. When you run two right. record years, no matter what you run into, even right. in the absence of COVID, you know, in those circumstances. But uh, it was roughly 350 or so yeah. in 2019. But the report's I... based on, you know, I mean, it's, it's the good, bad, and the ugly. Right? It's not supposed to be... I mean, it's great if all of it is wonderful news, but it's supposed to be very factual, yes. kind of comprehensive analysis yeah, yeah, to really yeah, kind yeah, of break it down. Yeah, yeah. 
Okay, so uh, maybe are there headliner deals that you know of that are getting done that really are, you know, not it's not just the total amount of money being invested, but it's the quality of the deals, the impact and importance and gravity of the deals that are getting done. Any that jump out, jump to mind uh, right away that are worth well, highlighting recently, and noting? Yeah. Um, here on Capitol, uh, they just divested themselves of um, their high um, uh, insurance platform, which is based out of Traverse City. Right. Uh, I think they sold that. Uh, they didn't say what the sales amount was, but that was a platform they had been building steadily, uh, and there was several dozen companies in there. So that was one that just recently happened as of mid-April. And I think, of course, the, the Duo Security right. has been in Llama Soft yeah. toward the end of last year. These are right. big. And right. then, the, you know, um, other huge deals in the fintech space, uh, you look at Rocket Companies, United Shore, which is now sure. United Wholesale sure. Mortgage. Mm -hmm. I mean, right. both of those companies went public and were right. very, very successful. Right. Uh, that, I think, is going to create more capital. More capital, investing in right. It in the VC end of things, and, and uh, you're seeing venture partners. Yeah, and you're seeing like um, Floyd's Furniture, we just recently- $15 million right? deal, right, yeah. I mean, so you're gonna see good. more of that. It's good, Bloomscape, Bloomscape, another, another $15 million yeah. uh, investment uh, funding deal recently. You know, and then the thing about the capital, when it does, when you have a great event, you know, an exit event, uh, whatever it may be, it, it flows capital back at all levels. Exactly. So the yeah. founders and those getting distributions from the company when it, when it sells, yeah. you know, those guys become angels now all of right. a sudden. And they certainly have the propensity and the appetite and the interest yeah. to be part of the game, you know, and this is a way for them yeah. to stay in the game and be part of it. So it, you know, fuels the angel uh, level at the very, very early stages and yep. certainly replenishes the funds. And, well, and then Jeff, so, I'm glad you said that because I think the angel community is a vital uh, huge yeah it's oh. huge in michigan it, it plays a vital role uh in in uh, in in the, in the investment circle we report some of it um but certainly through the michigan angel summit they they recently released their report as well on things but angel investors are up they're still doing more deals i mean it's critical Critical. You know, many in, in many circumstances, you can't have the venture activity going on at the later True. growth stages without the True. angels stepping up and getting the seed funding rounds done first, right? So it's that yeah. continuum, and you have to have the funding yeah. uh, and the right funding at each. Yeah. At each and step we need step more of those too. We need we more of the pre-seed, the seed funds. We and, do. You know, we saw. Um, it's as if you've set all this up for me to answer these things for you perfectly. <laughs> and we didn't even but rehearse. We didn't right. even rehearse. That's I have that's never a, met you before. No. Right. Um, the, you know, you got Michigan Rise, right? That they came out of uh, Michigan State and Red Cedar Ventures yep. and they partnered with the MEDC, you know, and it's a match, but you know, they've done a phenomenal amount of deals, yes. you know, in the last year. Right. You talked about universities and U of M has, has got their uh, Accelerate Blue program. Fund just I mean, raised, yep, yeah, early stage. I mean, yeah. so there is some fantastic things going on. Yeah, yeah love to see yeah. more of those. Yeah. And, and, and those, as we said, those fuel the interest from the VCs because now you've got companies that have some of the boxes right. checked, you know, that make uh, venture capitalists right. interested in at least taking a look, a good deep, uh, close look. And so uh, that's really exciting. And those startups um, that are being nurtured on colleges' campuses, yeah. um, once they come off, or, and even on the, you know, the scholarly side, you're seeing professors come up with companies and working yeah. with their students, that keeps those students here. Because yeah. once they graduate, right. the company's here. Sure. They're going to locate nearby, believe me. Right. So we've seen a lot of that. You know, I have uh, our own story. We do a little bit of early venture activity ourselves, mostly Angel. Uh, but there was an opportunity where uh, this was uh, early 2000s when my brother and I were giving a little speech 
at the University of Michigan Business School on the subject matter of entrepreneurship, how you pull technology out of the tech transfer offices, how you build a company around uh, meritorious, uh, you know, research or whatever it may be. And um, giving this talk, and afterward we were approached by somebody by the name of John Langmore who came out of the audience and said, hey, I've got some research in the lab I want to talk to you guys about, and I think maybe it merits building a company around. Make a long story short, we vetted it, we worked on it, we actually made a deal with the University of Michigan Tech Transfer Office, they established an equity position, and we grew the company uh, over a, about a six-year span to a $75 million exit. Not front-page news, no. but big returns for the angels sure. who got involved, big returns, multiples, 10, 10x kind of return. And uh, certainly, John Langmore did really, really well. And, and again, it's just part of that. You know, it, it all kind of makes it frothy, right? It all contributes to the ecosystem in, in many different ways. And so I remember that deal. It was really cool working with the university and, uh, you know, great sorts of pride and a good run, uh -huh. yeah. good return. We need to hear more of those. I mean, we've, we've tried to um, gather more of those stories here in Michigan to really get that out to folks like RJ and, and everybody right. else. And so right. we started a uh, quarterly uh, deals flow newsletter where we're, we're trying to show uh, certain exits, some, some fundraising uh, uh, yeah. wins and, and yeah. whatnot. So yeah. everybody can see really what, what's, yeah. you know, what's going on. And you know, that's so critical because it's one thing to be doing the good, the hard work. Yeah. It's another thing to be getting the word out effectively yeah. Yeah. as the, what the results, right? And that's, mm -hmm. RJ, that's largely your, your job. What it, what, do you, what do you, you know? How does the press, uh, you know, what's the disposition of the press these days, kind of generally on VC and these deals? Is this this is pretty esoteric stuff? Many people view it as right. not for pu public consumption, right? Right. But it needs to be. Oh, I think we we certainly have seen a, a jump in the level of a number of stories each year that we do uh, that are in that venture capital space from even five years ago. Yeah. Uh, Ten years ago. You really didn't hear much about it. Today, it's, it is basically, it does make the front yeah. page. And uh, a lot of dollars involved. Um, I think we, we could accelerate things if the, um, if the state and the MEDC and the Michigan Venture Capital Association um, could all come together and um, you know, work to get more of these um, startup accelerators on college campuses, mm -hmm. get those students excited and involved yeah. in learning. Right. How to run and operate these uh, companies, and that'll yeah. keep us here. And uh, and then to your point, uh, the, the um, your report that came out in mid-April for the 2020 activity showed that um, a really startling statistic that for every dollar invested by Michigan venture capital firms, right. it's almost a ten dollar. Yeah. Draw from outside the state of new investment yeah. here, so that's so. Huge. Well, there's so there's good and bad to that that figure, right? Um, and it's been somewhat consistent. I mean, um, you know, talking to one of our fellow board members, and we did this webinar yesterday and talked about it, and he he made the comment, which I found pretty interesting, that you know maybe ten years ago, for every dollar there was four dollars coming in from out of state. Everybody thought that that was great, you know. And here now we're talking about close to ten dollars that are coming in. So. The good is it goes back to outside firms are, are looking at Michigan. Yeah. The maybe not so good is that there's not enough funding here, to your point, right? Mm -hmm. So um, organizations like the MEDC, though, have spent a considerable, considerable amount of time and, and money uh, to, to really play in that entrepreneurial space. So that's good. I mean, again, they were part of Michigan Rise. Um, and, and they continue, you know, to do to do some things. They partner with us. They partner with a lot of a lot of organizations. Um, 
but there, you know, there was uh, specific funding a few years back, sort of a fund to funds type of, of an approach that worked out pretty well. It actually started a number of different VC firms here in Michigan. And so, you know, we have that ongoing talk with the legislature. You know, there's always outreach to educate them on what venture capital is, is yeah, yeah. that they are job creators. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes, that, um, I think a that's a major point. Major point. And, um, you know, by the way, they're, they're going to help, you know, uh, get a startup funded that, you know, is, is, could change the world. You know, possibly. Mm -hmm. So, what can we do more there? So, I think that there's, yeah. there is, there is still definitely, there's definitely a funding issue, yeah, and still has to happen. I think you, you know, you make some really strong points. I think it's, you know, it's important that the public understands that all of this is not just for the rich and the wealthy, and it only impacts right. their lives and so on, or the the very uh, heady, sophisticated uh, entrepreneurs and researchers who yeah. create. This kind of stuff, you know. This, the, the, you know, I, I'm busy. I got my everyday life Too stuff much to worry about, right? Shark Tank right, on right. TV well, okay. But it. here's the thing: <laughs> if you've ever done a search online, yeah. you did it in part because venture capital backed Google when it was early. Mm -hmm. If you ever picked right. up uh, an Apple iPhone and made a phone call or a text message, you did right. it because it was backed by venture capital. This, RJ, we ran an article on this in your publication not too long ago. This stuff impacts your everyday life. We're going to run to a quick break on Startup Nation Radio. When we come back, we're going to hear how follow-on funding to uh, an initial funding round provided by venture capital is critical not only for the venture capital firms to ensure their investment bets ultimately pay off, but also so that the companies get the much-needed capital they need, not only in a first or second round, but on follow-on rounds to ensure that they can execute their business plan and do all they need to do in order to realize the success that they're pursuing. We'll be back in a moment with more on Startup Nation Radio. All right, as promised in this segment of Startup Nation Radio, we're going to not only be talking about the initial funding rounds, but really focused on what's called follow-on funding rounds, and that is the funding rounds that companies need after the initial rounds in order to keep the company growing and moving toward a successful exit event that all these venture funds and the investors in those funds are looking for. A lot of companies who get the funding, we need to make sure we not only have the initial funding, but that there's ability the to get that follow-on yep. funding, right? Yeah. And, uh, and I think a lot of that went on last year, certainly, um, thankfully, for a lot of the startups that, that were initially infused with VC dollars. Here we go into COVID. And as I continually have said to people, you know, not their first rodeo right. in, a, in a crisis. Right. Um, certainly, I think there was a lot of hunkering down making sure that they did have some follow-on uh, funding, you know, for their, for their portfolio companies so that they can yeah. stay healthy. Yeah. The other thing, too, is really the effect of PPP had a bit of an impact as well. For sure. Right? I guess a bit controversial, depending on who needed it and who really needed it. Who got but, it and who, but who it, needed it. Right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. right. but, it, but it seems like it was used throughout, I think, in a smart way uh, and, and really helped a number of startups can stay in there. So. Yeah. Yeah. So one point I would make about crowdfunding, it, it tends to be a, just a sector because people that uh, will invest in these types of things, they, they, they have to get it right away. Mm -hmm. That's like true. For one example, mm -hmm. um, we just got one about a gentleman that had designed this pizza cutter and it's got all the ergonomic uh, design to it. It's yeah, all silver, yeah. and it's beautiful. Yeah. Now, people get that. Right, exactly. You know, but we, all, we all get pizza, uh, don't we, guys? Some technical, <laughs> technical chip right, that somebody's right, coming right, out right. with that, that might help with LiDAR on a 
future mobility, uh, might, you know, you, that you, might be a little right. tougher sell. Right. Um, That's a good point. Yeah. So, and I think uh, one area that, um, and, and we'll see if you guys agree with this, but I think our banks, uh, whether they're headquartered here or have operations here, right? You know, they're very, very traditionally focused, and I think uh, they should look at, um, you know, not just opening up all the purse strings or anything like that. But I think they could play a bigger role than they have been in. in well, I think in you're going to see that. I think you're definitely going to you're going to see that. Some of the laws have changed that mm -hmm. that do allow that, and I think uh, maybe some of the more progressive banks may you may end up seeing more of that. Come on, that'd be great. That'd that, be now, did you more importantly, did you get the pizza cutter or <laughs> right, exactly. did you? Right. I'm right. sensing a little hurt feelings. You yeah. couldn't. I you actually know, like, did you get it? If we're well going to go in order of priority here, let's talk about what the most important thing is. Did you get the pizza? Yeah, no, I did get the pizza. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, so, you know, you talk about, we talk about follow-on funding. You know, I shared a story of John Langmore and Rubicon Genomics was the mm -hmm. story I shared that met with success. Uh, we also had a really, really cool company uh, in Ann Arbor early on, again in the early 2000s, that we raised $15 million for largely angel, but some New York family office kind of money as well. Uh, in a field of transgenics, and uh, and this was a really cool, but again, one of those esoteric companies right. we needed to get through FDA, and we got the 15 million. We got to the point of proof of uh, concept on the technology and everything, but then needing the money to get through that FDA process, we here in Michigan fell short, and this was an unfortunate example of a company that had a lot of merit, really cool technology. In fact. The end of the story is that from a technology and business standpoint, it's in the market today and performing. Unfortunately, it's based somewhere else, not in Michigan, and right. it's performing for somebody else other than the group mm -hmm. that got back this company. But without that follow-on funding, you right. know, that's and that's a, that's a that's been yeah. it was dead. And so that's a critical area of focus yeah. too that I know we all need to keep a sharp eye on. The good news is if you get the VC capital in an earlier round from a local investor, you're going to tend to get a better look. Right? right, they're going to want to make sure you stick around, and so yeah. you're going to get a shot at getting that follow-on funding. So, well, you know, I, I think we have to talk about also realities with entrepreneurs too. When you talk about you know the startups getting that that funding too, right? Not every company is going to get it. That's right. Not everybody is VC ready. That's right. You know, and and I think that that you know, I guess on my end, that's always the um, the hard part of it when you know I'll get a call and. And someone will think, oh, yeah. well, you're MVCA. Do you give out money? And the answer is, well, no, I don't. And, you know, well, can you connect me with somebody that will? It doesn't work like that. I can't emphasize enough of entrepreneurs need to do their homework. Yep. And they really need to have, have it complete. Um, and, and sometimes they may just get one shot at, at talking so to true. a potential, potential firm, right? So true. You better be ready with that pitch, yeah. and you better know your stuff. I mean, if stuff, I came to you I mean, with a pizza cutter, <laughs> well, you know, that, yeah, I better get given. it right, that's right? A given. Okay, that's well, a now given. I know what you'll but, take right, from me then. Exactly. Right. You know, the other resources, we're talking about entrepreneurs, that's on, that's on our website at michiganvca.org, is we do a, uh, a landscape guide, which is really kind of our answer to when, when I do get the call of, hey, who do I need to talk to and whatnot. But it's a, it's... It's a bit of a membership directory for us, but it's a, it's a real complete resource that's available free on our website for entrepreneurs. Let's see if they do want a cold call or contact the VC firm yeah. here in Michigan. 
Uh, they can look that up. They can see the sectors that they invest in, the type of funding, the stage of funding, and, and that type of stuff, yeah. as well as other, you know, the accelerators, the incubators, and university folks and service providers right. that, that could help out. So that's a good resource Great for anybody. Yeah. yeah, anybody that's Great watching. Resource. Let's conclude on one really important and timely mm -hmm. subject matter, and that is diversity. Yeah. Now, I think it's roughly, I, get, I think it's a statistic, and correct me if I'm wrong, 15% or so of the companies that did get funding in 2020 were founders of color. Is the national uh, average, is the backdrop seven, seven and a half percent? So I think we're doing better than the national average, right. but still obviously not good enough. Oh yeah, there's, there's a major disparity, right? I mean, you know, national is here and we're down here. And yes, even though we're getting uh, a bit better, there's, there's more that, that needs to be done. Um, we as an organization have always looked at diversity. Um, the Venture Fellows Program um, in, involved the level of, of diversity work that was in it. We've done quite a bit of uh, educating for our members and whatnot over the years. Certainly the unfortunate um, incidences that have happened last year have I, opened up a lot of people's eyes to say, okay, we need to do more. Yes. We clearly need to do more, and it's time to do more. Yep. So what's exciting for me is that we've been very proactive in that, in that realm. We've developed a diversity, equity, and inclusion committee. We've got a group of five, uh, five folks from different backgrounds that we're coming together and go, how do we make a difference in this? What, what can we do? We've got to be in the long game for this, right? Yep. And, and it, it can't be for the sense of publicity. It has to be for the right It's got to be, it's right gotta be reason, real. It's got right? to yeah, be real. Right. So we're, we're in the beginning stages of it and taking our time to do it, but we're looking at things that, such as just developing better databases, okay, of entrepreneurs of color, um, you know, that type of thing, or different stats so that we understand it a little bit better, but even, you know, developing a toolkit of sorts for our VC firms. Yeah, you know, to understand, you know, the different the the, the different nuances or whatnot that'll that'll help them be better at, at handling diversity, whether it's whether it's in the hiring process or their educational process, you know, for and and I think the big one are networks, right? We network typically with who we just know, right? And so there's that unconscious bias too that we we don't know. Um, and we we want to try and help with that as far as spread you know spread who people are are able to talk to. So it's it's an important subject. It I is. know for yeah. for us for sure. I, I know it is for RJ and you yeah, and everybody yeah, else. Um, but again, it it does have to be the long game, and we're taking a look at it, and it's we're doing a deeper focus on yeah. it. So we'll we'll have more that's out there you know uh, later this year for sure. That's great, RJ. What, what do you? Yeah, there's a lot of work we're making progress. Uh, we are, but it, there's yeah. a lot of work to be done. Yeah. Uh, just nationally, the figures are for startups, um, for the black community, it's like 3%. Uh, Hispanics is 12. Asians are a little higher than that. Um, and the white community has the most. And uh, I think really we should look at, uh, you're starting to see banks um, going now into um, urban communities. Yeah. And I think uh, if we can get um, more startup type of, uh, you know, services and introductions to this community in these community centers all around um, urban areas, not only in Michigan, but around the country. Yeah. I think we'd be a lot better off and get a lot more kids excited yep. and, and starting to think about, wow, I could own my own company. Right. 
It is in large part cultural and educational, you know, inspirational, all yeah. those things that you know, they need to create that, you know, that just that better ecosystem in order to be more inclusive. Um, and we're seeing new funds come. We in are. For, angels, with the focus, uh, you know, the uh, commune angels is yes. phenomenal. Yes. The uh, new community transformation mm -hmm, fund mm -hmm, that's mm -hmm. a kind of a, a spin out of from the right place on, in Grand yep. Rapids. So yep. we're we're seeing more of that on our end. We're trying to spread that info as much as we can. Yeah, absolutely. Well, it's great, guys. I mean, this is a good opportunity to get together and yeah. uh, really exciting to have a chance to chat with you guys and check in. Oh, thanks get for your having us. Yeah, on, no, on great. Where we Thank are, yeah. where, where we need to go, what we need to do better at, right? Right. And, uh, so thank you. Thank you so much for uh, your time for and us. your insights. Yeah, you. And it's great. A really interesting show today. We again played excerpts from an interview that focused on venture capital and specifically venture capital in the state of Michigan. Really critical if you're going to have a vibrant startup ecosystem in any given location, you must have access to capital. And frankly, venture capital is just a critical component of the financing community. And today's show really helped put perspective on venture capital in general and how we're faring here in the state of Michigan with the venture activity we have going on here and what else is needed maybe to supplement and augment the venture capital activity going on today. Great show. Helped put a lot of perspective on this. Hope you enjoyed it. Back next week with another edition of Startup Nation Radio. The preceding program was furnished by Startup Nation Media Group.